my mind from the time that you drank that cold water, he got sick. In the beginning, she used to have cramp attacks. She used to have pain, and she would fall down on the ground like an inanimate stone. There were no hergation. You couldn't tell that she was alive. After this passed, this pain passed, she didn't know what happened to her. But she was without any koyach from the Yisurim that she suffered. But she didn't know anything that happened before him. She, was, she didn't realize that she fainted and she was out cold. Afterwards, you would hear from her a voice that was humming. A humming sound came from her, from her mouth. And then it was a broken type of sound. And this, this voice spoke to the father. And the voice told the father the following story. So what we have here, we have a girl that's 14 years old. We have a dibbuk in, in, the, in the girl. And the dibbuk says the following. She was 12 years old. The dibbuk is also a girl. 12 years old. And she was born to parents that were very old. And there was no communication between the parents and her. There, was not, there wasn't proper communication between the elderly parents and her. Who's talking now? The difficult talking. And the fact that she was always depressed at home brought her that she should give up Yiddishkeit. Out of depression, she gave up Yiddishkeit. It was a small town that she lived in. She gave up Yiddishkeit. It was a, not such a common occurrence. And the small kids in the small village that she lived in, the Dibbuk, where the Dibbuk lived in, used to taunt her. They used to make fun of her. They used to run after her when she walked in the street and they would say, Mishu Merdes, Mishu Merdes, Mishu Merdes. They'd make fun of her. Kids are She was uh, 12 years old when this happened. She just became a Gedailah. And she got disgusted that she's always being taunted by these Jewish kids. So she went with a couple of Goyim. And for revenge, she choked two kids, two Yiddish kids. She killed two Yiddish kids. She choked to death two little kids as revenge. So this happened when she was 12 years old. Five years later, this girl is 17. She died. A gracious tragedia. A 17-year-old girl dies. This girl says, the Zibuk says, she went up to the Bez Nishalmaila, and the Bez Nishalmaila, she's under 20, but Alazachin is under Dinim. She's only 17. Now, and the thing happened when she was 12. The kids are the Bez and Shalmaila passed in 15 years to be a Gilgal. That means the Neshama has no Menucha. The Shrekla Yisurim, we can't imagine what it means to be a Neshama without a Guf. But I'll call him the Shrekla Yisurim being a Gilgal without a Guf. 15 years. When the Prophet Chaim heard that the Psaq was 15 years, he said that was a very lenient, very, very lenient Psaq. That's what the Prophet Chaim said on the Psaq. Look, the Kitzar the Dibuk is speaking. And the Dibbuk says, after I was dead and buried, I went 
into the the uh, so in the matzeva, whatever matzeva they put up by her grave. They put up a piece of stone there, whatever it is. He has buried this this, this uh, person as it goes. So the neshama went into that piece of stone. Shit, when the neshama goes there, I, we saw before that there's malachi chabola that travel with a neshama that has no menucha. So I don't know how it works here. This uh, this uh, this uh, hide and seek game, visa gate. The how they see what they don't see, what they do see, they don't see right away, and they later find out. I don't know how it works. But I'll call upon him when the Malachi Chabola found out that she's there in that stone. So they took apart the stone. They made the stone Ashen Blotter, no more stone. They made the stone, oh, it's stone, I like it. They smashed it to bits. So she attacked out of the stone and she went and hid in a tree right nearby. That mamma's there, but a little further away. She went into a tree. The Malachi Chabola found out she's in the tree. They knocked down the tree, I like it. The kids are Maisa. This is going on from here to here to here to there. I don't know what what the chat is to Arbid Alazakum. The stuff was that she ended up in a stone that was inside the stable where the horse was. She hid in, in a stone that was in the stable that the horse was. The horse touched this stone that I was in. But the animals have certain, uh, uh, they can be magish things that we can't be magish. And the horse, if they touched that stone with a neshama, was they dropped dead on the spot. That's how the horse dies. So the Dibbuk uh, says that from that, after that happened, he went into the quart of water, the pitcher of water that was inside the house. He ran out of the stable, then the neshama ran out of the stable, went into the quart of water that was in the house. And then the Dibbuk said that Pesach, this is Purim, this is before Purim, Pesach will be the end of five years of being a Gilda. Ten more years to go. So the father asked the Divak, okay, we know what you did wrong. Twelve years old, you were a bum. You killed two kids. Seventeen, you dropped dead. Guilty for fifteen years. What do you want from my daughter? What's Wilson from my doctor? What do you want from my daughter? So he answered, this is all in Yiddish. The Gilgul spoke Yiddish. The voice that spoke, spoke Yiddish. Rabnochem, evasnit, mirishlecht. It's rough on me. That's why I went to your daughter. So the father says, For you it's no good because you're a sinner. But what's Wilta for my doctor? So the dip again says, She also was a sinner. So the father says, that What she do wrong? How old is this girl? She's 14. So the Dibbuk uh, says, These are the words of the Dibbuk. When they drink water, when they will make a bracha, if she would have made a bracha, I wouldn't be able to go in. The bracha would stop me from going in. But since she didn't make a bracha on the water that I was in, I had a koyak of going into the water that she drank right into her. Finished.
the Maisa was that she was all fashvit and she was very thirsty and somehow she said all this the father said to Rabbi Khanna. this whole thing that I just now told you all this was related to Rabbi Khanna by the father she came they came for a Thursday remember that Thursday now it's Friday in the morning they found a place for her to stay and Rabbi Khanna's son says the following it was Friday morning my father meaning Rabbi Khanna and Rabbi Yosef Kula, Rabbi Yosef Kula is the pon of Were there in the Koyal Kotchim, in the attic of the Yeshiva, in Raden, that they were learning Kotchim. Rabbi Naftali, Abu Khonan, and the pon of Ganz good. And the Chovetz Chaim came upstairs, he walked up the steps. And he asked us that we should uh, see what to do with the, with the girl. Then what's the tone? So we, we all three, the point of Yitzchok, and Rabbi Yitzchok, and went to Rabbi Yitzchok Tzvi, the Shamish. That's where they, uh, they were keeping the girl. And there were a lot of people there because it was uh, it better than going to, to Madison Square Garden to see the best show there. So people from all over. Uh, they came and wanted to see what she says and what happens and how it happens and what and what. Tanai is that? The kids of was the spokesman, and Rabochonon said to the divot, spoke to the divot, "Who are you?" So the divot answered, "I'm Mensch. I'm a person. Where are you from?" From blotte, from mud. That's what they did the against. Nabel Yedushnitze, that was the person that we mentioned before, told over Rabbi Chonan. There were ten people involved, but not everybody was there the whole time. Sometimes Rabbi Yedushnitze was there, Rabbi Chonan was there, this one was there, that one was there. But Rabbi Chonan was the main person taking care of this Dibuk. So Rabbi Yedushnitze would say over to Rabbi Chonan everything that happened. And he told over to Rabbi Chodan what he spoke with her together with Rabbi Yeruchim. Rabbi Yeruchim, we know Rabbi Yeruchim was the Mashgir from the Mir, where I was going down in Raden. Rabbi Yeruchim and Rabbi Yedushnitzer spoke to her on Shabbos. Rabbi Yedushnitzer asked her the following questions. Who's Mimuna on you? Who are the ones that are in charge of you? And she answered, Shadim. So Rabbi Yedushnitz asked, what's their names? And the Dibbuk answered, Suvasta Avdiyah does listen, it's none of your business. You don't have to know this. Also, the Dibbuk said to Rabbi Yedushnitz that Bishas, she enters a certain chayfetz or a certain guf, she hides, and the Malachi, the Chabolo, the Shadim, are waiting for her. As soon as they find exactly where she is, they destroy the thing that she is in and they chase her out. All this Abelia said over to Rabbi Chonon. Also Abelia said over that during the whole time 
that uh, the Dibbuk spoke, they looked into her mouth. And they see that the tongue does not move at all. The tongue does not move at all. So the, the voice comes out of it like, it has nothing to do with her vocal cords or anything. Then there's a person here, Rabbi Chaim Aaron Goldberg, that learns then in Raden, says over that he himself heard the following question that Abel Yudushmetzer asked. This is Adova Yudua that Rishoyim have Menucha Shabbos Kodesh in Gehenim. Rishoyim have Menucha Shabbos Kodesh in Gehenim. So it's now Shabbos. Abel Yudushmetzer is talking to her on Shabbos. So why doesn't she have Menucha? What's the problem? Now you don't got to be in her. And the Dibbuk answered the following. Anyone that was a Shema Shabbos in this world has Menucha in the next world in Gehenna. Anyone that was not Shema Shabbos in this world has no Menucha in the next world in Gehenna. Since she, at 12 years old, okay, that's what happened. What happened here? This is the, let's not get mixed up the mice. At 12 years old, she became Amishumedes, uh, yeah. So Mimela is either Pushkin can Shema Shabbos, Mimela, she has no Menucha on Shabbos either. Kitar Amaisa Rabuchonan asked, from the people that were inside the house of the Shamash that when she starts speaking again they should let him know when the Divak starts speaking they should call Rabbi Khonan. Shabbos afternoon they were Medir Rabbi Khonan, that the Divak is starting to talk again so he immediately went there the first question that he asked Shabbos afternoon was and the Divak answered those are the words of the Dibbuk. He's a big Tana. It's Tamar Tana. Erzagroise Tana. No. Sarabochonen goes weiter. As Evet hasten our voice came from them Choyla. If he says that you pack out from this late girl, this sick girl, that they're Folgen, are you going to listen or not? So the Dibbuk answered, Ich will Folgen. I'm going to listen. So. Rabbi Chonan says to the Dibuk, "No, Heisterach wants you to pack out. I'm telling you over his name that he wants you out. So the Dibuk says, I'm going to pack out. So then the Dibuk says to Rabbi Chonan, no, the, uh, the Rabbi Chonan is, when are you going to pack out? So the Dibuk answered, Heind Banach. So Rabbi Chonan asks, as you better avoid came from Choyla, when you go out of her, better to rig with a rain game, will you go back or you're not going to go back? So the Dibbet said the following, if someone will say for my Neshama Kaddish, someone will say for me Kaddish, better to rig with a rain game. And if you don't say after me Kaddish, for me Kaddish, I'm going to go in. And if I can't get back in her, I'll go into her system. That's what the Dibba answered. So the Rabbi Chonin asked, Who should say Kaddish? What do you want to say Kaddish for you? And the Dibba answered, Zwei Rabbonin. And they understood from the way she said, I don't know exactly what she did to make a simon, 
but they understood that they wa- that she wanted two younger lights from the Kol Kachim to say Kaddish. So then Rabbi Chonan said, How long do we have to say Kaddish for you? Normally you say Kaddish for a person at the most 12 months. Well, usually they stop at 11, 11 and a half. But this is already five years after after this, 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 this girl died. How long do we have to say Kaddish? We know that there's 10 more years to go. So we're long do we have to say Kaddish? So the Divak answered our book. One week. One week. One week. So then the Dibbuk asked the following question. From what part of her body should I pack out? How, how, how do you want me to go out? So Rabbi Khoran says he didn't know what to answer. But there were other people that were there that seemed to have some ideas in these Achim. So they said, like we saw from Yenemaiser, through the pinking, tell her to go out through her pinking. So I said it to the Didbuk that she should pack out through the pinking. Meanwhile, the Bocha wanted to get into the show here and he asked the Shaila here. So the Didbuk answered, Medea Redechnisht. I don't talk with you. There were other people that asked questions, not everything's recorded in this part, but the but the Dibbuk said on each one of the that spoke different praises. After what well, this was her Shabbos, so this is Maitoy Shabbos Kodesh. Now, after Krishna, in the middle of the Bracha of the Emuna, people ran in, and when Maitia Rabbi Chonon, who was in Yeshiva, that just now the Dibbuk packed out. And they related to Rabbi Chodan what happened. There were three people standing there the whole time. And what happened was that the girl started to scream, Here in my side, it's hurting me. And then she said that her shoulder hurts her very much. And then she said her arm hurts very much. And all of a sudden they saw that her her finger, her, her hands, her fingers blew up, got very swollen, and then the pinky got very, very swollen, and they heard one of the window panes in the room break. They saw that one of the windows kaka broke. When I laid it, and that's how the divot packed out. I don't know what the divot wants from windows, right? From windows. Afterwards, all, after all this happened, the Chavetz Chaim said, "Was all machna minyan in the Kail of Kochim, and the Chavetz Chaim himself davened there. <coughs> and after davening, they learned Mishnayis was Zeichan Ishmosu. Rabbi Elia and Rabbi Gershon from Salant, Rabbi Elia Dushnitzer, and Rabbi Gershon from Salant said Kaddish for her for one week. And one week later was Purim, and by Purim they stopped. By Kriyas Hamigila they stopped saying Kaddish for her." And uh, he brings as follows. As Rabbi Chonan said over that you shouldn't say over this Misa to people that have no Amunah Shlema in these type of Misas because they won't believe it. And uh, they also bring over what I told you before that he says, after I saw this Misa, 
I have no schah whatsoever, not on my book for Amuna, because Amuna came automatically after this Maisa. So, Mamela, Atzachabakokta, this all of them. All right, that's the Bavusta Maisa with the Chovitz Chaim. In the Chsam Seifim, I'm passionate to Tzavim, in the Chalak of Purim, you'll see, he says the following Chidish Godel. They were gzaders by Klai Yisrael in the year Tov Ches, 5,408 and 5,409. Tach is called. Gzaders, Tach So the Chsam Seifer says the gzaders that took place, the gzaders that took place in the year 5,408 and 9 were from Gzaders Homan. That became bottled the shaft the nest of Homan. The Gwenak Zeir of the Yidnam is all starving. So he says that the Gzeir of Homan became bottled, the shaft the nest. And the people that died in the year 5,489 were Gilgulim of those Nishomans that were supposed to die in May Homan. And the remez in the Megillah, you'll see, is by the word Vatichta of Esther Amalka. The top of Atikhtav is written with a very big top. And the word Chur in the Megillah, in the beginning of the Megillah, is written with a very big Ches. The Bimaram is Tov Ches, that the Gzeras of Kach, the Gzeras that, that are going to take place in the year 5408, is the direct result of the Nesha Purim. And the people that died then were Gilgulim of the people that was supposed to die in Mehoma. In, in Hebrew, those that went to, he, to the 10th you know, grade Hebrew of Gazan that the, the, the Rabbi Chonim brings down, that any person today that's a Mumala Hachis, any person today that's a Mumala Hachis, any person that you know is a Mumala Hachis is Mizer Amolik. Either he is B'Mitziyah Zer Amolik or he's a Gilgul of an Amolik. And the Rebishter's name was the Rebishter that his name is not complete and his throne is not complete until Amolek will be destroyed goes on all these people that are Megugul Amolek that the Rebishter will not bring the ghoul until these people are destroyed what time is it now? It's a quarter to twelve on the eleven twenty. Huh? I tell the mice. Which tells the mice? What are you looking at? What are you looking at? You don't know what you're looking at even. I can't do it if you'll take a look in the I once said it over. Where? Where? That's it, my vanta tamakov. What is the tamid? I can't do uh I said over last time we spoke about Chesed. I think when I spoke about Chesed, I said over to my son, I don't remember when we said it, but I said it. In the uh, Wait a second. 
what we're doing is scratching the surface of this Indian. It's not our ASIC to go into it. Any tip that we're going into it. I'm basically quoting this program with Allah Yeshiva like Lalan. Oh, wait a second for the sitter. In Ghanan Tzadikim that you say every Shabbos, I'm reading you from the Eitzhak and under the Eitzat Tzvilas here, and there's Sidor Eitzat Tzvilas, Sheta Zeyb. The simple Pshara Oyev Tzdoka, Mishpat Chesed Hashem Olo Oretz, is Oyev Tzdoka Laniyem, the Rebisha likes Tzdoka Laniyem, Mishpat Lashukim, justice should be done to the oppressed people, and Chesed Hashem Olo Oretz, Eisach Chesed Mkola Briz. That's the simple Pshara. And he says, but there's a deeper meaning also, he says like this. We cannot touch the deep sukkah according to what it says in the Yalkut. In Kisisa, it says like this. When the Rebishta loves a person, the Rebishta loves a person, over that person did an Avera, and for that Avera is Chayv Misa. Over the Rebishta Hotem Lib, over the Ketona Avera was a Chayv Misa. What does the Rebishta do? The Rebishta gives him a son. The Rebishta gives him a son. This will explain a lot of tragedies that happen. The Rebishter gives him a son, and the Rebishter then kills the son. And this is a kapot, it's impatent. So the Moshul Melech, Sheyeshle Oyevechot. This can be compared to a king taking Yalkut that has a person that he likes very much, Shachayevloid. He owes him money. This guy owes the king money, and the king likes this guy very much. The prosecutor stands before the king that he should force him to pay. If he has no money, make him a slave, do something. Well, how do you let him get away with murder? It's our business it does. He owes you money, but after he has a little bit sold. What does the king that loves this guy do? The king plants in the house of the guy that owes money a bag full of money. And in the morning, the king sends his uh, army, his guards, that they should go into the house and take the money that's owed him, if he doesn't want to pay. The guy gives the money that the king himself planted in his house the night before, when else is fine and boiled. The Rebishter loves a person, and the Rebishter doesn't want to kill him. So the Rebishter gives him a son. 
And this son is Chayev Misa. Why is this son Chayev Misa when he's a cotton? Because in a previous Gilgul he did Averis, and the Tzad that he's going to go through as a cotton, that he's going to die as a cotton, is a Kapora. So the son is Misukin, and the father is Misukin. Nimta, come to Chayev. Shehachemo, the Kach, Sheishlea, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Aldeho Ish, Mitzapeches Lechesed. The cast that the Rebishter has on this person starts off with chesed. That he gives him, does a chesed him, I give him a zun. After he gives him the chesed, to the mishbot. What's the mishbot? He kills the child. Does a pshat. Oye, tzedakah, u mishbot, chesed Hashem, mola ohoot. And before we don't just... The, the, the just mentioned from the Nishma Chaim, he says as follows. He says, if you see a child that's born crippled, blind, retarded, all kinds of cases you have of kids, mongoloid, was only Shvissen from the Alazachan. He can't You can't always say that it's a punishment for parents because sometimes this happens, the parents that are tzaddikim, and sometimes the parents die before the kid ends up to become retarded, not always is it right away when he's born. So he says the answer to this question and similar questions that a person has throughout his life is, this child was a Gilgal before, to come to my punishment, and this is how the Rebish is punishing him. So this kid is Mesukin, and the Neshama Vosel Gvevri is Mesukin, and Altshelf Mesukin. Now that things have to happen much faster, it's about Mashiach's Zeiten. <coughs> so the Muzayin Grace that Tikkunim developed before Mashiach comes. That's why you see lots of things happening fast. You see a lot more tragedies. You see a lot more people going away from Yiddishkeit. You see a lot of people coming to Yiddishkeit. There's a lot more gaydim from all sides. Pro, con, for Yiddishkeit, against Yiddishkeit. Things are happening at a tr- tremendous pace. Because before Mashiach comes, now very close, very close, very close, very close, very there's a lot of things, a lot of unpaid debts on previous neshamas that have to be taken care of. So therefore tragedies have to happen faster. All kinds of umglicken davon treffen schneller. We have to finish up the, 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 the accounts before Mashiach can come. So we get to the Meister from the other Sachen, that are always coming to one Sache, the Iker. That Mahomish can shilas of Hanhogis of the Rebishtim, Mahomish can shilas of Tzadik Veralay and Rosh Hashivatoyvloy, and tragedies that happen. And Nochazal Kazakhna would have game with Mimus with the Rebishtim, Pashtain has also Tachesh, but I'll go to work.